So we're once again joined by Tom Seems to talk to us about states of the economy. It's a monthly look at the economic picture across the country, and we focus on how the national picture impacts local communities and what state regulators are looking out for. So Tom, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Matt. So in the last month, in just 60 seconds or so, what is the big story? Jobs, jabs, and juxtapositions. Say that many times fast. Um, you know, two months ago, I said the big story was the employment sorting hat. And last month, I said it was the great bond market conundrum. And now I'm saying jobs, jabs, and juxtapositions. And really what I mean is the recent jobs numbers for July look great, but when juxtaposed against you know where we were pre-pandemic, we still have a long way to go. And when I say jabs here, I mean, the virus and pandemic and lockdowns and vaccines and all, all that goes with that. And it seems like whatever good news is associated with the response and the recovery is juxtaposed against reignited fears from new variants, rising cases, and talk of renewed lockdowns and closures. Uh, jobs, jabs, juxtaposition. Well, let's talk about the the jobs first. Then that's a that's a good good news thing, I believe. You might correct me yeah. there. So the economy added nine hundred and forty three thousand jobs on on first glance. Unemployment at five point four percent. You know, I, I remember when I was coming out of college, um, they would say five percent was largely full employment. I don't know if that number's changed or not. Things look pretty good on paper. Tell me about it. Yeah. Um... That is the really good news story going on right now, 940,000 job additions. And most of that, about uh, 380,000 jobs were in leisure and hospitality. And what's good news there is that's the fourth straight month that that sector has had 300,000 or more job gains in each one of those months. And having a half of a percentage point drop in the unemployment rate, I mean, 5.4% is uh, is looking pretty good, but it was 5.9 previously. So that's a really large one month drop. Where full employment is today is still kind of a, you know, it's always a hazy picture. Some would say we can get as low as three and a half percent, you know. And so I think anytime we're going to get under five, we're going to be looking at uh, uh a really good level um, still. And uh, one other thing on the employment side that I think is interesting is that the employment for college graduates now exceeds their pre-pandemic employment level for that education cohort. All the other education groups, those with less than college grads, still remain below their pre-pandemic level. Good news still on the jobs front. We have this JOLTS survey. It's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. And it shows a stunning 10.6 million jobs are available to be filled right now. The greatest needs are in manufacturing, transportation, warehousing, leisure, hospitality, and government. And then, as you know, um, last month, CSBS released the Community Bank Sentiment Index, the CBSI. Uh, for our second quarter. And we include some special questions in the survey. And so I think it's worth noting uh, some of the good news that came out of that. Um, 
looked at the economic sectors and the economic sectors with the best outlooks, according to our community bankers, are tourism, construction, professional services, and healthcare, and also some with improving expectations, but not as much as that first group, are manufacturing, consumer, restaurants, and agriculture. And then bringing up the list are retail and oil and gas. And these outlooks uh, pretty much remain the same, uh, according uh, to the community bankers. So all of that great news. Looking at the bad news, everyone thinks I might start here with, with COVID first, but you just brought up a very large number of job openings, more job openings than there are people looking for jobs. What are your concerns there about both the possibility of, of inflation and the concern about getting things going again and why people aren't taking these jobs? Yeah. So, I mean, it's really kind of something is really going on there. There seems to be some kind of either mismatch in what's being demanded uh, versus what's uh, being supplied. Or on the supply side, I think that family responsibilities, um, child care, school openings, how am I going to commute to work? Uh, how am I going to care for loved ones that are in need of uh, my assistance right now? Those all appear to be overwhelming um, one's need to get back to work. So payroll employment is still 5.7 million or so workers below the pre-pandemic level. And, uh, you know, sometimes economists like to call that job creation, but really we're just returning workers from forced layoffs. And there's a lot of opportunities out there, but, um, you know, whether it's on the demand or the supply side, there's, there's probably both, but it's probably mainly on the supply side. And that can have inflationary pressures, as you noted. You know, the, the, the Fed says that a lot of these inflation pressures are trans, transitory. I kind of have my doubts about that. Um, right now, we're seeing some inflation rates above 5% when looking year over year. And some of the wage pressures, you know, will uh, um, likely lead to higher inflation, um, it, or it could. It's hard to say. It really depends on labor productivity. And you said, uh, you said, you know, you'd start with uh, the virus. I guess I'll go to that now. Yeah, yeah. I, I was really curious uh, what you thought about about what's going on. I see two different strategies in, in different states. Some states are heading back into lockdowns and and uh, enforcing mask mandates, and some are saying let's power through. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? You know, what, what's going on with uh, COVID in, in, in a lot of these states where it's surging? Yeah, I have to kind of preface my remarks here, of course. You know, I'll, I'll talk about virus variants and vaccines, but I'm not a medical doctor. Um, so I won't comment on what each individual should or should not do with respect to COVID. But from an economic standpoint, um, health uncertainties fuel fear and anxiety and worry. And these result in consumers and businesses uh, pausing on their decisions, decisions to spend, to travel, to offer a job or accept a job, depending on what side you're on. And all of these things impact confidence, which impacts economic growth. So one of my kind of new favorite indicators I brought up before to you is this daily consumer confidence index that 
morning consult does. And just to put it in perspective, back in May and June, it was at about 100, uh, but it began to fall in in early July. And about the same as, uh, this was about the same time that the news report started to report rising COVID cases and hospitalizations. And today the, uh, that particular index is around 92. So really a pretty big drop there. So with all of that in mind, what do you think comes next? Um, I know it's a really hard thing to predict right now, but for, for state economies, for the national economy, for our overall economic picture, are we going to weather this wave? Are we going to, are we going to have more difficulties moving forward? What do you see on the horizon based on the data? Well, probably both of those things. I think we'll weather it, but uh, we're going to have some more difficulties ahead. Um, just to take a step back, the second quarter GDP, um, which is gross domestic product, that's the value of all our final goods and services that were produced. That came in around six and a half percent. That was actually not as high as I expected it to be, uh, but it's still really good and especially good considering we had a large unexpected drop in inventories and that probably shaved about a full percentage point off of my forecast. So I expect third quarter GDP to also be probably around that 6% or so number, which is again, really good. I expect jobs to continue to rebound um, to, you know, we have a lot of openings and, and we're not back to that pre-pandemic level. So I would expect uh, jobs in the neighborhood of like 750,000 per month for the next several months. That would be kind of an average of, go above that sometimes and blow it sometime. I expect inflation to continue to be at least a near-term concern. Um, and at some point, the passage of more spending bills in front of Congress, uh, that needs to be considered in light of the nation's growing debt. So any long-run implications need to be considered carefully there. And then overall, I guess what comes next, at least in the short term, really does depend on how we handle you know, fears and uncertainty regarding any news about the virus. Uncertainty and economic growth, they are not bedfellows. They are not friends. What numbers should regulators be watching in the coming months? Yeah, I'm not sure that I'll uh, maybe say this uh, the best way I could, but you know, regulators should be considering the potential impacts from things that are juxtaposed against certain economic data and reports. So let, let me just try to explain. So payroll employment is way up, but we're still way below pre-pandemic employment levels. Manufacturing and service industry outlooks all look favorable, but supply chain bottlenecks are disruptive and they can potentially be inflationary. So I think that Regulators are good at this and they need to be good at this. They need to look deeper, you know, than what these surface level indicators say. And so they're really good at asking the why questions and the what if questions. And, uh, and I think they just need to stay vigilant in doing so. And the, at the same time, they need to be a good partner to the institutions they supervise because when they're institutions are strong and healthy, the communities are strong and healthy, and that helps us build a 
strong and healthy national economy. That's a, a good note to leave on. Tom, thank you so much for all of your help in explaining this very difficult time in the economy. Uh, stay safe out there. Yes, thank you.